I remember the day that the news broke that Chris Benoit was dead and with his wife and his son. I was in the hospital. My brother had his thumb shattered by the police. And we was there watching the TV. Even back then, immediate conspiracy theories start, you know, circulating. And, you know, Kevin Sullivan's name was brought up a lot. But the story of Chris Benoit in the ring was much like the story of Kobe. Where something had happened during his career that affected how people viewed his career afterwards. So when this thing broke the wwe did the tribute night the same night the same night night. he was uh it was like it was what pay-per-view was that it was like it wasn't SummerSlam. it was like armageddon or something (sighs) or over the edge king of the ring it was he was supposed to be at a pay-per-view and he wasn't there he was like a main he was like in the main event like and he wasn't there and uh eventually they sent someone to his house the next day when it's like no one could get a hold of him in the uh, Survivor Series, and uh, then they discovered they, the bodies. Yeah, they discovered the bodies. Um, initially, it appeared to be, you know, like they thought, uh, murder suicide. And so, afterwards, you know, the WWE retracted their like tribute night. The tribute, they it was they were. I was working at the time. I was working at Toys R Us. We had Chris Benoit toys on the shelf. The day after, like, I remember them, yo, you have to go, like, I came in the next day, and they were like, yo, you have to go pull all Chris Benoit toys off the shelf. They went all the shelves, like, all the WWE Chris Benoit stuff go through. We had to open up all our stuff and take all the Chris Benoit toys out. And I was like, yo, why? He just died. It was like he killed his family. I was like, no, nah, he did. Like, he didn't, didn't they say he just, like, he died, somebody hung him or some shit. And, like, hung his wife and kid. It was like, murder, wasn't it? Murder, suicide. Nah, somebody killed him. It was a news. Somebody killed him. They gave him a tribute night. They took it all back. And like then they hand me the paper. It's like, holy fuck. That shit he was killed this mind, family? mind blowing, bro. It was mind blowing, but bro, like, like I was at Toys R Us though. Like I'm saying, I was working at I'm saying Toys R Us. I usually say I was working for the giraffe. I was working <laughs> for the giraffe at the time. And uh just just like I was like, wow, that's crazy. Like they made like everything Chris Benoit back to them. Ship it back, ship it back. Uh and um it was crazy bro because like i didn't i didn't understand the magnitude of it but then like i saw they like wiped them from their libraries there's no chris benoit matches anywhere except for youtube yeah all the shit is on independent shit yeah so knowing this you would think that it would be wise to stay away from the chris benoit brand if Dustin, it was a Dusty Rhodes. If Dusty Rhodes was like a serial killer, I think Goldust would have just stayed in Goldust. <laughs> Cody Rhodes would have been okay with being Stardust. <laughs> it's like, so now that uh, we figure out that he has another son, a much older son, David Benoit, what do you think is behind his mentality right now that he thinks that using the chris benoit not just the name but the tights he wants the music like he wants the package 
do you think that that's a solid brand move? Um, for WWE, it'll never happen. Um, he'll never get the music. You know, I think I don't know if the tights are copyrighted. I'm pretty sure someone can give you updated an updated version of the tights. The tight I don't even want to say copyrighted, but with those tights like that, be trademarked. Actually, the tights might be yeah. trademarked. That design may be trademarked. The so, Wolverine pattern. Yeah, so you would have to get your own pattern, um, and not too similar to it. Uh, but I don't think WWE would ever go for. It. I know. Uh, I know it has to suck for him. Uh, obviously, we know the conspiracy theories around you know Chris Benoit's death. A lot of people, uh, even some of the wrestlers, though they may not admit it, uh, some of them feel, you know, it wasn't him. Uh, that they're the person they knew couldn't have done this wouldn't have done this uh i think for people like us who obviously know what we do know about it there's questions as to how you know his wife's death was on wikipedia 18 it was like 18 hours before the bodies were discovered yeah who knew that 18 hours before the bodies were discovered and the day of death so you knew 18 hours before and knew she died the day before so do you know the story do you know the story jeff so um Chris Benoit was written in a storyline to, I guess, take Kevin Sullivan's wife, which was Nancy. And in the storyline, I guess he's like a psycho. He's trying to go back for his girl and all this shit. Chris Benoit in real life takes him. So he ends up marrying her. He's another wrestler, but he's a wrestler that's like a known Satanist. That's like his gimmick. He yeah. he's he's a dark person. He's like it, he's into sacrificing humans and shit. <laughs> it's his gimmick, but for him it wasn't. So there's so many videos that people put, holy shit, that's a PlayStation 2. Yeah. I did not even realize I was a PlayStation 2 right there, bro. You didn't realize that this whole time? Ah, wow. That was one of, that was one of my Christmas gifts for my girlfriend. Holy shit. Yo, that shit just stopped me in my tracks for a second. So I don't, I don't think that, um, I don't think the WWE is gonna ever allow him into the WWE. Absolutely not. Uh, I don't think so. And if he does come in, he's definitely gonna have to be a gimmick. You'll never be a Benoit. Your name, the name Benoit. No one will ever be able to use the name Benoit and any wwe owned affiliate or faction ever simply because of the stigma on him and you even like even you listen to someone like stone cold like i heard him on his podcast i was on youtube a few days ago and i don't know how it came up but it was suggested so i clicked it and it was uh someone it was like he was answering fan submissions and it was like uh someone submitted do you ever think wwe will uh sub, uh oh uh well induct Chris Benoit to the WWE Hall of Fame. He said no, but he went through why he thought. And it was like it was elegant, you know, like I, I respect him in the ring, and you know, because of what happened, what he did, you know, what he's accused of doing, you know, the WWE will never induct him in. He'll never be in, and that's just point blank. And how how deep do you think they went into the investigation before they just solidified murder-suicide? I mean, you have to, you have to look that if on face value surface it's right there there's there's a suicide note was there a suicide note or not i don't know i don't think so i mean if on if on surface value it appears but at first it didn't appear murder suicide 
So that's the first thing is that it didn't at first when you first discovered the bodies didn't appear to be a murder suicide to you. I mean, I think I think he put like a towel around his neck before he wrapped yeah. the wire, the cable. They they found a Bible near him. But then uh the other people just uh, I don't remember the details. Yeah. I don't want to remember those details, yeah. but I just don't think it's a good thing for for wrestling for this guy if he's a serious wrestler there's so many other avenues to go just i mean i think i think maybe another another you know and major, i don't think i don't think it helps that he looks like him either no it doesn't <laughs> maybe maybe you could be just the wolverine like you can't or, or no stay away from that shit be like the bad be the badger the badger the honey badger honey badger is a fierce ass animal He's gonna have a career like X Pac. There's AEW, like there's New Japan. There's but so would many they, fucking promotions. But would they right give now. him a shot? Would they give for? But would you give him a shot for that with that gimmick? I I think they should put a mask on him. Put a mask on him. Just give him a gimmick that has a mask. See how he works in the ring. And if he's a good worker, then unveil that it's Chris <laughs> Benoit Jr. <laughs> <laughs> that was, you know, it's crazy. That might work. You have to do that. You have to. You have to do that. You have to. And he has to, he has to do the cane. He can't speak. He just has to wear a mask. To be the mask. He has to be like a mask crusader. Who just, he has to be like, um, he has to come in, he has to be like a THQ and AKI man from WrestleMania exactly. 2000. <laughs> Prove your worth. You know, a lot of people didn't use those fuckers, but when you did, man, like, yo, they had pretty decent movesets. Completely covered. The entire face was completely covered. Right. Every, you can't even entire, see his mouth. The entire bodies were covered. That was ridiculous. But, uh. I, I think Christ. that 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 might be the way that could work for that man, but I think uh, WWE is never gonna go near it. I think another, maybe another organization, maybe, but definitely no WWE or WWE affiliate or anyone closely or loosely affiliated if, independently if, with the WWE. If AEW or like TNA, because I think TNA is still around, if they jump on it and they bring them on, it's because they're losing in the ratings. Is because they need some sort of shock factor, and I don't think I don't think Jericho and company want to go there yet in AEW, and uh, and uh, Cody Rhodes over there. I don't think I don't think they want to jump there yet. Yeah, but they're they're competing with NXT. They're not even competing with yeah Raw or SmackDown yet. Yeah. So if if they want like just some some sort of shock factor that's gonna just at least get them on tmz because <laughs> tmz will report that shit tmz will report anything as we as we've reported <laughs> there's no level to which tabloids will stoop in their reporting um and i hope that um i'm pretty sure somebody's gonna end up doing it if they haven't already put like a creative wrestler of chris benoit jr on on the download oh man bro if you go on i can promise you if i mean i don't have it but if you go in on 2k20 i can promise you on that 
wrestler share that I told you everybody creates the wrestlers. There's gonna be Ben Wall. I downloaded a Ben Wall on like WWE on a on two K fourteen when I had it. Or, or thirteen, whichever one that was. Ben Wall or Ben Wall Junior. Ben Wall. Downloaded Chris Ben Wall. It wasn't he wasn't official, but somebody created him. Did it look like him? Yeah. Didn't have the music, but they made like the tights because you could like you know you could like put the bass tights and then put the other patterns on it. And they made the Benoit tights. He never had fireworks, did he? No. Like a steam, like yeah, like yeah, one of those like things. A, <laughs> so occasionally. Other than that, he wasn't like a pyro guy. He was a horseman. He was. Was it him, Dean Malenko, Arn mm-hmm. Anderson? Those were the radicals. The radicals was when they got kicked out of, uh, yeah. or when they all decided to leave WCW. They showed up as the radicals. It was Dean Malenko, uh, Perry Saturn, Eddie Guerrero, and, and Chris Benoit. And Chris Benoit, the radicals. The, who were they as the four horsemen? Though it was Benoit, it was Malenko, Benoit, Malenko, Flair, Flair, and I guess Arn Anderson. And Arn Anderson, right? No, they had that football player at one point. That he he was always walking around with the sports jacket. Uh, that his wife was Deborah. Can't remember. Can't remember who it was. Fuck. He had long black hair. He used to wear the shades. You remember him, right? McMichael, something McMichael. I know who you're talking about too, man. He always had on like the varsity jacket. Yeah, yeah. Damn, what the. F- that's how irrelevant he was. Yeah. He was fucking Can't even remember his <laughs> name. But yeah, man. I, I remember Minion. <laughs> I remember Viscera. Viscera. And I don't remember him. And he was fucking Deborah. Gangrel. <laughs> Gangrel. Oh, that, that, that's a podcast I want to end up doing at some point. The best entrance music. Because to me, Gangrel. <laughs> Let's do that shit today. <laughs> Let's just. I'll, I'll, I'll keep this one going. Oh, let's, let's let's mix them in. Oh man, we're already talking about it. Shit. Shit. So, as I just previously stated, Gangrel to me had the number one fucking entrance song. You know, I number I, one. I think I, I honestly put Gangrel in like top five. Top five. I'll, I'll give him top five. And you honestly know where my who, who my number one all time was, bro. Like I yo, when I found all that WWE music on Spotify, nigga, you have no idea many times. Not gonna listen to anybody. Tell me who I'm about to be. You remember the CDs? The CDs, yo, bro. When the CDs came out, yo, bro. Like the matter of fact, I'm gonna put Gangrel in the top five. I'm I'm gonna list my top five. Let me get you, cause I I have to think about my top five. Honestly, I, I honestly know I don't even know what that ranks number one. I don't know if that ranks number one for me. So I, I know that's top five. Also, so, so Triple let, H is my time. So let's not do them in any order. It's just our five, our five. Gangrel. I'm going D'Lo Brown, bro. You looking at the real deal now? That shit. <laughs> Tell me, get your sorry ass up off your feet. <laughs> yeah, I used to listen to that shit on my headphones on my way to work. Just start walking <laughs> the street. Yo, my neck that around. day when I was over there in the summer, uh, when I when I was off from work, when I went over there, 
and you were playing that, and I was, we were jumping, I was jumping around your daughter, like she was into that shit, like, like she, she was rocking the D-Lo Brown, like, like I thought she was about to hit her with the, like the neck move, man. Those two songs right there, <laughs> I'm gonna go number three, Chris Jericho. Break the water. That shit right there, bro. That's another one that would get me out. That was my alarm at one point. I gotta go Triple H. Time to play the game. Mm-hmm. The second one. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, the second Motorhead one? Yeah. The. Yo, hit me with that Triple H. That, matter of fact, I'm gonna group those as one. Wait, Both. You, those aren't the same song? Nah. Those are two different ones. Wait. Hey, yo, Jimmy, him with that Triple H shit. That's one. And then the other one is, time to play the game. Time to play the game. You know what? Yeah, I have to group those as one. Because honestly, Cause they, I'm they, saying I'm in my head right now, and I'm like, you know, honestly, those are two different. I just sang two different songs. I should have, you know, that I know that for a fact that those are two Brock different songs. Brock Lesnar's was okay, but my fifth one, I'm going with Austin. <laughs> because when the glass breaks, bro, <laughs> a lot of people would have went with The Rock. I'm not gonna go with The Rock. I'm gonna go with Austin. That what? We're gonna get there. We're gonna we're gonna, we're gonna get there. Obviously, I said I said my one of my all time favorites. We, we agreed upon too. Gangrel. Well, actually, Gangrel. You didn't say my time, but Gangrel. Like I love that the way. Like. Like those were fucking like like that was a good one. Uh, Triple H, my time. Like his first, like when that's first solo, but his first solo after DX, like when he was the game, becoming the game. He wasn't the game yet, but before he became the game, when that shit was my fit, like my time. It's my time. It goes trouble. Not gonna listen. Like I loved, I loved that the way that came on. Uh. Honestly, you should know this one too that I'm gonna say this. Undertaker's like with the ministry. When he was with the ministry, when he added the guitar solo, like like it did the corporate ministry and like the Undertaker like those uh, darkness ones, like the, the quote like the, the ministry of darkness ones. Like so I'm you're gonna talk ministry all, of darkness. I'm talking ministry of darkness, corporate ministry, like those ones, like those variations. I'm gonna group those all together. I feel like I, that, that can feel, those can fairly be grouped together because they just vary very differently. But those, like the Undertaker with the electric guitar tone, like when it came over the <laughs> like that shit. Those, uh, that's three, but that's that's very generic. Like I'm talking like classics. Those that that's three, right? Which one he said? Uh. He said Limp Bizkit. Keep when he came oh. in the Keep rolling, 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 rolling. Yeah, that's too pop. Yeah, that's too, yeah. That's too poppy for me. But it was a good one. It worked, but a little poppy. Uh, I'm going to obviously go with another favorite, DX. Like, anytime. 
Yes. And like anytime you we got to, you know, a match was coming, you wanted to sit there and wait for them to come out and but anytime something was happening and they were talking about just break it down. <clears throat> How's the action? Like anytime it did that, bro, like if you knew you were in for a treat when it was just that it just went to that. It was like you were like, Business is about to pick up <laughs> Yeah, you know, I think Jr. is commentating for AEW. Yeah, I saw that he is. That's, that's <laughs> a big move. You disrespect Jim Ross too many times. He ain't gonna, gonna show you. And uh, I'm gonna say one man that is gonna be a little controversial, maybe a little controversial for you, but Jimi Hendrix voodoo child for Hogan. Ooh, it worked. <laughs> it worked perfect for his character. And yeah, but you can't say that Limp Biscuit was too pop and then I bring know. up Hendrix. I, I felt like it worked perfect for us. That's why I said this is gonna be controversial. I felt it worked perfectly. I felt it worked perfectly for his character, who he was, who he, you know, portrayed at that moment. Did Undertaker have Limp Biscuit's lyrics or just the beat? Uh it, it was just like that early part. It, keep rolling, 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 rolling. Come on, keep rolling, rolling. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I didn't know how it went. And there was no lyrics in, in Hogan's. Not, not the whole. Huh? Nah, it was just. I'm going to let that one slide because there's no um, there's no lyrics. Yeah. Because Undertaker had the song. Like, <laughs> he was promoting Limp Biscuit. Yeah. And obviously Hendrix wasn't alive when Hogan was using this shit. Yeah. So I mean, that was the intro to SmackDown. Yeah. I always thought that was. I always thought that was Marilyn Manson's song. It was. That's crazy. I always thought that was for some reason. So, final thoughts. Benoit, Junior. Benoit Jr. Uh, go for go for a gimmick. Go for a gimmick first, maybe, and then work to that. Resurrect the Patriot. Do something. <laughs> I don't know. Definitely, yeah. I mean, be a Kai man. Even, even, I mean, even like I said, even, even just be, be the Wolverine. They might let you be the Wolverine. You can't be. Chris Benoit Jr. or David Benoit. No, like I said, I don't think there'll ever be a Benoit allowed in to WWE. Even if, even with no relation, if you're Benoit, you're gonna have to. What the fuck's your name? Even even a person, yo, like you can have a French, like a French Canadian, a black French Canadian wrestler whose last name is Benoit, Jean Benoit. And you know what Jean Benoit is gonna have to be a fucking gimmick because his last name's Benoit. You fucked up. He should name himself Son of Sam. (laughs) (laughs) That's fucked. (laughs) Oh, man. And with that, you guys already know where to follow us, man, at Bud and Roach. And you can get everything at BudandRoach.com.